Dad, can I talk to you about something? Sure, boy. What's on your mind? Well, I was wondering, how important is it to be popular? I'm glad you asked, son. Being popular is the most important thing in the world. So, like, sometimes you could do stuff that you think is pretty bad so other kids will like you better? You're not talking about killing anyone, are you? No. Are you? No. Then run along, you little scamp. A boy without mischief is like a bowling ball without a liquid center. How's it going, eh? It's going okay. Excellent. Do I say that every time? Almost every yeah. time, right? Yeah. It's going okay. Same as me. Should say, uh, oh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Get your list of synonyms to yeah. promote your perspicacity. Mm. We'll see about that. <laughs> yes, we will observe that. Observe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, speaking of white privilege, mm-hmm. this is kind of our sort of white privilege-ish story. When we were teenagers... We were riding around in the car like teens do in a, a pack. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether were there five of us, maybe four or five. I don't think there were five. There were either three or four. Least, yeah. Well, there was you. You were driving. I was driving. Yeah. Okay. I was. I and thought I, I was taking Mike home or something. Yeah. Uh, somebody else was along for the ride. I forget. Okay. He was in the passenger front passenger side, mm-hmm. and I was behind him in the back, and then. I think there was somebody there next to me, but I, I don't recall yeah. for sure. And uh, we were we we're driving along on Oracle, uh, probably. And so just for folks that don't know our whole story, we lived in a suburb of Tucson, relatively affluent for some of the people in our suburb. I guess so. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of golf courses and whatnot. Nearby, but not patronized by the the people in our suburb, I think. Not in our development. This was not in our development. No, yeah. but it was in our north, in our north of town, town, and but not in incorporated Oro Valley. Yeah, it, it was part of a lot of new development in town in Tucson. So yeah, well now it's like in the center of Oro Valley. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so much growth, and right. there are golf courses all around sure. up there too. At any rate, so we're driving along as teens do in the evening. <laughs> I suppose it was dark, mm-hmm. and some guy um what do you think he was 30 i don't think so? he was that old mid-20s mid-20s okay started yelling and, and honking and gesturing mm-hmm. <laughs> angrily at us yeah and uh, did he pull in front of you what? yeah several times how did that work well he yeah he kept demanding like that we pull over yeah pull over pull over yeah yeah and we're like what <laughs> what is this guy right what's this guy on uh and then at some point he he kind of he just stopped right he, in front of you and then forced you off. No, he tried to do that a few times on the road, tried to brake check me into, you know, stopping or slamming on the brakes or something. And then yeah. I kept avoiding. And then I made a U-turn in the middle of the highway to go north again. <laughs> and he followed. And then I did the same thing. I quick quickly flipped a U-turn to go back down south again. And he followed. Uh-huh. And then for some reason, I just didn't think I should run the red light uh-huh. uh, when we got to the bottom of that hill. I don't know what it, what's there now. Tucson Mall was there at the time. And oh, it, way down there. Yeah. And I it was. I remember it was that it, it, well into Tucson. Uh-huh. Okay. And then 
um, we, we stopped at a red light and I, I think I was just trying to figure out what to do because I didn't think I could yeah. just run around town for hours. Right. Uh, so was this, this in your, uh, your dasher? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he jumped out of his truck and threatened to smash the window. So I said, okay, yes. okay. And then <laughs> he said, just pull over. And so we went down a, a little ways, half a block, maybe down the side road where the light was. Yeah. So then we, we stopped and he got out and he started berating and saying that somebody flipped him off, mm -hmm. which Mike may or may not have done. I wouldn't put it past him, but he said he didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, a, a a rogue, an imp, yeah. but I have a hard time believing he just randomly did that to somebody right. on the yeah. road. <laughs> yeah. I thought later that he probably just didn't like that someone was looking at him uh -huh. and that he was just having a hard time because he, I think he claimed his dad died recently or oh. that week. I don't think it was that day, but it might've been. And yeah. he had been drinking, so. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely remember smelling beer on him, mm -hmm. on his breath. So then he was like th physically threatening if we didn't get out of the car, as I recall. And so, so we got out of the car and then it seems like a, around that time, after a couple of denials of flipping him off, then he calmed down quite a bit mm -hmm. and then offered us beers. Yeah. <laughs> which he had in the back of his truck. Yeah. He uh, talked a very long time about mm -hmm. what was going on and what he would have done if we'd pulled out a gun or something. <laughs> yeah. Several, <laughs> wow. several things, several opinions about what would have happened and could have uh -huh. happened. And then uh, I think he just talked himself down because we mm -hmm. didn't say anything back really. Right. We were like <laughs> just listening in curious wonder, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we were 15, and, 15, 16, so. Right. We didn't know from social interactions. Well, yeah, but also crazy guys, people. Uh, you know, who are a lot older than us. Yeah. You know, we were, <laughs> we were not maybe smart enough to know that we could have ganged up on him. Probably got <laughs> yeah. get away with it. But uh -huh. yeah, we just, we just wanted to get out of the situation and go home. Yeah. We weren't exactly street toughs. No. <laughs> the three of us, I don't know if any of us had been in a, you know, a scrap. I have, but. Like that. Well, not. No, I mean, not with, not with an adult. <laughs> so, so long about that time. And I recall I didn't drink any of it, but I, mm -hmm. either he popped the top or I popped the, the top. So I had a, this open beer in my hand ah. uh, and, and maybe Mike did too. I think there were like two of us hmm. and I didn't, this I didn't do anything with mine. I thought they were all sealed and no, none of us actually opened them. He handed them out to us. Yeah. And yep. so, yeah. Then about this time, a uh, police car showed up behind us and then what he just got up and got out and came over mm -hmm. and was basically so what's going on there were two of them it was a oh two it was a driver and his partner okay mm -hmm. keep keep sharing because i you know i remember very little of this <laughs> oh that's interaction etched indelibly on my mind i still have nightmares about it sometimes um <laughs> i had told you the uh the gist of what i remembered mm -hmm. in my in my text to you about the story yeah. so so they started lecturing us about well they first asked what was going on and then the guy just made some vague accusation about us verbally abusing him. And, mm. and then we started to splutter, but, 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 because we didn't think he'd sell us out. Yeah. And then they started to lecture me as the driver, you know, and us in general for being out on a school night looking for beers. Uh. They were incredulous. And like, uh -huh. Do you, have you ever had to pull somebody out of burning wreck? It was a typical cop lecture about 
mm. drinking and driving, which I didn't do. <laughs> right. I was just trying to appease the guy. That's why I didn't open the yeah. beer. Um, yeah. And he knew, and he could see that we didn't. I think that's why they didn't do anything directly. Maybe because we had, we didn't have open beers. He just saw that the dude had handed us beers. Uh-huh. So all of us were white. Yep. And after my second lecture, uh, <laughs> the cops made us open the beers and pour them out on the ground. And, all right. and then they left. Yeah. So <laughs> that was it. They just but, moved along. But also, even more weirdly, the guy who had chased us didn't seem to give a shit about any, <laughs> any of that. I thought he would be really uh-huh. mad that we'd poured his beers out, but he <laughs> yeah. did not care. Mm-hmm. Didn't seem relieved that the cops didn't arrest him for corruption of minors or mm-hmm. I don't know what you would, you, you could probably get somebody on uh, distribution of alcohol to minors, some, sure. some other charge yeah, sure. related. And he <laughs> reached in the truck and he said, well, glad they left one for me and <laughs> picked up the last beer. And then I think with a final warning not to mess with other people on the road, he just let us get in the car and go home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was it. Crazy. Yeah. And none of us got his license number. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and he was never seen again. No, no, not by any of us that I know. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I remember little bits of that, mm-hmm. you know, the cop showing up and I put my beer just, you know, <laughs> Totally casually and subtly into the back of his pickup. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did do that. We we did like, replace doo-doo-doo. the beers, and I think that's maybe why they couldn't nail us directly. Because once we saw the cops coming, yeah, we put the beers back, but none of them were opened, as I recall. So mm. they couldn't okay. allege, I guess, credibly. I mean, obviously they could do whatever they want. <laughs> right. 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 But. Um, maybe they just thought that we were trying to get him to give us beers. That could be. Maybe. So that makes sense. I, I, in my mind, I remembered my beer was open, but maybe it was just because in the act of opening it and pouring it out, could be. I had that in my head. So, yeah. All right. Far out. And so, <laughs> not even a warning, just. No. I right. mean, warnings, but so, yeah. no, no paper warnings, no tickets, yeah. no arrests. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, no. <clears throat> Cue uh, Chief Wakeham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> driving away <laughs> <laughs> to be fair cities in the 80s in the west had what i would consider similar to rural police departments mm-hmm. but it could go either way either they were completely ruthless or ah boys will be boys ha <laughs> ha yeah use gallywags mm-hmm. seemed like there was a lot of that second take on it in our town and in our school right hey let's go right into your music share then there's no no skunk updates no, no skunk since I've been coming out um, before dark and closing up the chicken coop. Okay. I, I come out at, uh, we'll call it twilight, mm-hmm. at about nine o'clock now, right. and I'll close them up. All the eggs are unmolested. <laughs> there were some rocks that were disturbed under the coop uh, that I had pushed up against the edges. Uh, so it might have three or four times tried to push stuff out from underneath there. But, you know, after now a week of no eggs, maybe it's moved mm-hmm. on. Hopefully. Good job. Okay. <laughs> you got to get your uh, your foreign language skills going on this one. I do. This came across my release radar, where a lot of the weirdest stuff comes. And it is a song by Gusta Berling's Saga. And they are a, right. they're a Swedish band. Ah, okay. And their stuff is really 
strange. <laughs> All right. But very listenable for that. Sometimes yeah. stuff is strange yeah. that I listen to and I'll try to play for other people and, and they'll just go, um, okay, I get it. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> but yeah, this is really good. And they have several longer songs. So as it evolves a lot over the course of the song. And yeah, it's kind of, of like, um, I don't know, hard rock or, or, or heavy metal minimalism. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, let's, let's play it and then we'll talk. That is from very unusual. Hmm? I was just going to say it's from a live album called Artif Artifacts. Arte, <laughs> A R T E facts. Artifacts live by Gusta Berling's Saga released uh, just this month, I think. It was very very uh, recent. Very recent. Okay. But these songs are a couple of years old at least, so it's just a collection. Like standard rock band makeup plus Barry sax, mm. baritone saxophone, which is very unusual mm -hmm. as a, a bass enhancer. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of a semi-jazz-influenced uh, solo sure. going in there, which is very interesting. I'm, I'm pretty sure some of it's improv. I, I think they just they yeah, have... Um, so. It's not a jam aesthetic, but it does, uh, it seems to me, <laughs> incorporate some elements of improv in there. I think so. That's what I got out of it. Every, every few minutes, they'll have a section that somebody takes a few mm -hmm. bars. So the... I think it is, maybe it's Latin. The song is called Kaper Kaile Lammergeier Kasawari and Repeat. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a mouthful. <laughs> yes. It's kind of cool. It, it's, it moves along. It's very heavy on the bass and lower instruments. Mm -hmm. And then yet, it's got some high keyboard stuff in there and some interesting tinklings up above. A pretty repetitive but cool hook. Mm -hmm. Which is unusual for a, a long song that meanders this much. It has, it has a, an identifiable theme in it. Yeah. That's why I call it kind of heavy metal minimalism. It's long. It's a oh. it's a it's a long phrase, to be a hook, I think. But yeah, all right. It's in instrumental mm -hmm. um, whole thing. I think it's kind probably of mostly instrumental. I don't know that I've heard a song with vocals yet. Mm, okay. But I did listen to an awful lot of music the last several days. All right. Okay. Cool. Do you want to say anything more about them? I don't know much about them. I intend to follow them and see where they go. That they've been around a while, but. I'm looking forward to exploring the band. All right. Well, if you'd like us to explore your band, you could send your mixtapes <laughs> to... <laughs> what, what's what's uh, not mixtapes? What is it when you, like you're selling your own stuff? Here's my, uh, oh, demo tape. There you go. You could send your demo tapes to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. And uh, if you tweet, you can tweet at us at IJC. Uh -huh. And you've been listening to it's just called two brothers. And I have been Marcus. I've been James. Hey, see you later. This has been a podcast. Yeah. A podcast. <laughs> it's just called Two Brothers. A podcast. <laughs> I was thinking we, at some point, maybe for the 150th show, we'll run that segment from Rick and Morty. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That sounds, that sounds like a good mm -hmm. plan. Maybe it's an intro. We'll see. Pencil it in. Yeah. Show 153. 53? 53? Yeah. Third year anniversary.